When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Well, that was weird. I guess the video messed up. Yeah, I guess the video messed up. <laughs> okay. Hey, guys. Welcome to StarCast Sticker Marks. Uh, along with uh, Chris and James, I'm Ryan. We are doing a, what, what do we call this, James? A Mick Carcast. Uh, yeah, we're, we get, we're calling this a Mick Carcast because we are in the parking lot of a McDonald's. And we were too lazy. <laughs> we, were t- we were too lazy to, to stop. Or just to, to just go home. So there's we're literally like right in front of the line for the fast food line. So, anyways, guys, uh, this is the AGR for game number eighteen. Uh, we're talking about the Dallas Stars and the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, the Stars have looked good. Lots of storylines coming out of tonight's games, um, guys. Uh, what do y'all think about uh, today's performances overall? We went to the game. If y'all hadn't noticed, that's why we're doing the Mc, the McCar cast. But yeah, it was great. We unfortunately it wasn't as complete of a game as Tuesday was. I thought I thought Tuesday was much more full sixty minute game, but still we had a great first two periods as a team, and then in the third period Otter just shuts them down. I mean, twenty nineteen saves on twenty shots in that third period, I think, and yeah, he was he was crazy good in that final period. It was great. Very good. And uh, James, what, what's your original thoughts from this game? Uh, we scored early, and then the game was kind of over for yeah, me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I like scoring early. That makes the games a lot less stressful. Oh, yeah. yeah, and uh, since I'm the cool one, I get the one with the mic by myself, and they have to share a mic because my, my it's little... Cause, it's because James talks less. Yeah, that's He's true. He's lying. Well, and also my my little audio interface only has two channels, so sorry, guys, you're going to have to deal with it, but whatever. Anyways, guys, um, what did y'all think uh, of... Uh... <laughs> what? What? Oh, what? <laughs> We're just going to stare at the camera, sorry. <laughs> you just going to stare at the camera. Okay. All right, sorry. This is really weird. We're not used to doing a, a in-person... A co- Mick Carcast? A Mick Carcast. This is our first one. Hopefully, maybe not our last one. I hope it's not. <laughs> yeah, it would be really funny. Yep. But anyways, y- y'all are sitting here watching us eat while we talk about the stars. Um, anyways, guys, uh, let's talk about... Just go through some of these goals real quick uh, before... And we'll get into some of the storylines for tonight as well. 
Um, obviously, a story, big storyline coming in tonight again, just coming into the game, was the fact that Jake Ottinger gets the start again. Uh, obviously, no surprise. Uh, you know, it was yeah. one of the tweets that uh, I saw earlier in the day said it was kind of a no-brainer. I think that was the direct quote from uh, Rick Bonus. Um, so, with Rick Bonus figuring out what we're supposed to be doing and how to fix it, is the answer Jake Ottinger, or what yeah. was the what was the answer? A, a decision so easy, even Bonus thinks it's a no brainer. So yeah, <laughs> I thought I, I agree, it was a no brainer. I thought it was a no brainer before the season started. I thought he should have been in the NHL, but you know, whatever. Looks like I was completely right. So, okay, um, but yeah. I think he's done great. I mean, whatever he did, he scrambled the lines. We have our, our first and second line, so that would be uh, the Pavs-Hints-Robo line and the Ben-Gurry-Roffel line have been great, and they continue to be good this game. Ben-Gurry and Roffel weren't as impactful. I mean, Gurry still scores, but the, the line overall wasn't as great as it was against Tuesday. Ben had a great game on Tuesday, and that's why he, that line was so impactful. But still just overall great, and the first line tonight looked outstanding. It was the best that they've looked all season, especially in the first period. They could have scored four goals by themselves. So definitely the line scrambling and the amazing goaltending. I mean, through four games, I think Ottinger's had the best four games that any goaltender has had so far this season. Uh, and you, you, you really can't argue with that when somebody's save percentage for the game is 970. Yeah. yeah. And for the season is 960. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I think uh, what, what did we saw before the game started, it was a – 1.25 goals against average in three games. Yeah, it's and then low. Tonight, and then he go, and it goes down tonight again because he only let in one goal. So, uh, anyways, uh, starting off in the first period, uh, I, I didn't see it coming. There's there's no way anybody could have predicted this. Oh but. no! So so before the before the goal happened, me and James started eating pizza because <laughs> we said, well, it's a Stars game, so we're not going to score early. And then Pavelski scores two goals within two minutes of the game starting, within 12 seconds of each other. So me and James were spewing pizza all over the people in front of us while Pavelski went insane, stupid, crazy. It was okay, so, though. It, 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 we had to eat somehow at yeah, some point. Yeah, it, it had to be. It was worth it, I think. It was worth it. It's great. Well, and especially that first goal. Uh, I don't know about how you guys felt about that first goal, but that first goal was just, like, super epic. Uh, it was it was a it was a bl- it was blown defensive coverage by uh, the Avalanche. Well, but it was crazy good passing. It was Tick, a crazy. Tack, oh my gosh! Yeah. In the net, easy peasy. And then uh, so and then obviously we all know now. I actually didn't know at the time, but that would be uh, Joe Pavelski's 399th career goal, and that's his fifth of the season from Robertson and Klingberg. So Klingberg again, he gets that fourth assist in two games, so four points, and Robertson very quietly continues to be one of the star's best offensive weapons. So that that's literally a minute and 12 seconds into the game. Uh-huh. And, you know, all of us were, like, hooping and hollering, like, this is great, great start. Uh, you know, we didn't know that 19 seconds later that Joe Pavelski would score again. But, but, <laughs> but he did. He did not like 399, so he scores again. Well, again, 12 seconds later uh, from Hints on a shot that he shot through the defender's legs, a great screen, screen shot, and... Y'all think that Grubauer kind of missed it. I thought it was a, I thought it was a good play by Pavelski. But anyway, he hits 400 mark. Well, uh, it it wasn't Grubauer. Grubauer's in oh, Seattle. Oh yeah, Kemper. Dang it, Kemper. Kemper's in Kemper's in that. Rip now. Grubauer. Yep, Rip Grubauer. Although he's not having a very good year in uh, Seattle either. But anyways, uh, so we were literally talking about this before the game, and I mentioned a tweet about Ovechkin, and Ovechkin scored two goals 
in 56 seconds. Mm-hmm. By the way, the shout out to Ovechkin. Holy yeah, crap, that man. Tonight, hat trick tonight. 18 goals, and 20. he's. Wait, what is he at? 26 points. 26 and points. Tied for second in the league. <laughs> My and he's God. 36. Tied with Connor McDavid, nonetheless. Yeah, he's 36, by the way. And he's. He's as old as Ryan Suter. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so, anyways, uh, but the big thing, obviously, coming out of this goal. And the fact, I mean, it was a good shot. It was a good shot, and it, the goalie was screened, but I still feel like Kemper could have gotten it. But anyways, that's that's a side point to this. That was Joe Pavelski's 400th career goal. 400th. He's the 10th, te- technically maybe the 11th, according to Bruce Levine. <laughs> but, the, but technically speaking, he's the 10th American-born player to reach 400 goals, and he joins... Uh, Mr. Mike Madano in that 400 goal club as well. Yeah. Um, y'all talk about Joe Pavelski just for a second. How yeah. much he, how well he's I done. I think I think you tweeted out uh, from the first year of his three year contract. It wasn't a great contract, but this this past last year and the beginning of this year, it's been a great contract. And so if he keeps playing like this, he'll get another three year deal, hopefully with us. But he'll get one somewhere if he keeps putting up points like he is, because he's he's still doing great. Yeah, and it, it's also kind of crazy to me that he's on the line with Robertson and Hintz, two young guys. He's the old guy for that line. Got to have a token old guy in the stars. <laughs> so so before we go ahead and get into the next part of uh, of, of the game, let's just talk about this because this would be a really good uh, spot to talk about that Hintz, Pavelski, Robertson line. Uh, uh, what was that stat that you pulled out, uh, James? It, it was something like it was ten. They have th- ten points in the last three games and six goals. That's insane. And then they've scored like the last uh, 11, 11 six or something. Six out of eleven. Six out of eleven. That's what it is. So, on so honestly, if uh, you're the Arizona Coyotes going into the game tomorrow, you're looking to shut down that line. If you shut down that line, that's not good for the Stars. So, uh, you know, they're a lot of teams are going to really start honing in on that top line and. Uh, seeing if they can stop the offense for the for the Dallas Stars, but anyways, uh, all three of those guys have just been on fire, and, and and the whole first period too. So the first period, the Stars were all over them in the offensive zone. We we honestly should have had four goals in the first period. We could have easily had four goals, right? I mean, it was we were dominating them. It wasn't close. Yeah, it's you're you're hundred percent right. It, that whole first period, I don't know what it was. It was it. And maybe it was a mix of both, and y'all can answer this question for me, but was it just the fact that the Stars were really that good or the Avs just came out that flat? Well, the Avs, the Avs were definitely flat this game, especially in the offensive zone. They couldn't they couldn't really get a good scoring chance on net, which is what we noticed the whole game. Mm-hmm. Every chance they had seems like they missed the net. But, I mean, offensively, we were just rolling. I mean, our, our flow from defense to offense and – touch my hat. And <laughs> – you made me lose my point, James. Gosh, freaking dang it. <laughs> Are passing through the neutral zone, getting into the offensive zone, and getting good chances on the rush, and then getting the puck back and cycling in the offensive zone. We're all really good. And, and it was the best in the first period, and we were go- going so fast. It was just we were really ready for this game. We were locked in, and the Avs weren't. And, you know, just to mention, uh, this is a – you know, coming into this game, the Stars were going to face a team – that had scored 36 goals in the previous six games. So this was a team that th- – this is this is not like, you know, the St. Louis Blues who are kind of playing in 500 or or whatever, but this is like a level of, uh, of you know, the Edmonton Oilers. The, you know, well, you know, better recently, six-game right, win streak they, they, that we they shut down. They won a six-game – right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. This is a good team. 
And the Stars were able to, yes, they didn't have McKinnon, but when you have Nazem Kadri, who's having a career year, you've still got uh, Landeskog, you've still got Rantanen, you've still got Kale McCarr. Yes, some of those guys got on the point sheet, but only once. Mm-hmm. And that's that was the key for tonight's game, is that they were able to actually shut all four of those guys down for the most part. And uh, our top line was able to, to take care of business, especially in the first minute and a half. So... Anyways, uh, continuing on with the goals, the rest of the first period, if you watched it, it was pretty much just the Stars dominating offensively. We were in the offensive zone 90% of the time. Yep. 85, And the other 10% was the two penalties that we took in the period. That, that's true. <laughs> we, we had, it was 2 to nothing on penalties in the Avs' favor that period, and we still destroyed them in shots, too. 12-4 to four on shots in the first period, and we with, that's with them having two power plays. Well, and by the way, I did love Bruce Levine's tweet about the uh, the the refs. The refs must have learned how to skate from the Dallas Cowboys game on uh, yeah. on Thursday. Yeah, go so. check out our Twitter. We retweeted it. Yeah, well, it was. I thought it was hilarious. They didn't think it was as funny, but I thought it was, I thought it was funny. Um. Anyways, uh, getting into the second period, it's a little more of the stars, especially uh, in the beginning of the period. Uh, but stars go on the power play. And they get a goal from Mr. Well, Dennis. Well, first we go on the power play from someone running Otter, which was ridiculous. He put an elbow straight into his forehead. Didn't try to turn away at all. It was terrible. It, was that before or after this goal? That was the power play. That, that was the power got. play. Okay, yeah. that's what I I, yeah. I wasn't sure if that was the power play or not. I couldn't yeah. remember. And some nobody did it. Who who's Abu Kubel? Abe Kubel. I think he's. I who think is he, he? I think he got picked up on waivers from. Yeah, that makes sense. He's just trying to get a suspension. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get into the NHL news so that people know his name. So, uh, you know, looking back on it, it wasn't Eight as... minutes of ice time. What a pylon. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you're making me lose my train of thought. Um, I, uh, when when it first happened, I was I was really mad. But looking back at it, it, it wasn't as bad you as I thought. You should be really mad. He goes but straight no, to the crease. He, he, he throws an elbow into his not, head and knocks I, him out for the rest of the I'm period. I'm not I am saying peeved. it's bad. I'm not saying that it that it's okay and that and everything, but what I'm saying is it it looked worse in real time than it did. It was still when bad I, when it showed a replay. But, anyways, so uh, we go on the power play, and Dennis Garionov makes him pay. Dennis Garionov with his fourth goal of the season, and ever since he's been scratched, he's been absolutely excellent. And then he gets the goal from Hayskinen with the primary assist, Suter with the secondary assist. And that puts the Stars up 3 to nothing on a really, really good and hot Colorado Avalanche team. Is, what, it, what is that, that Gurionov with a goal in the past two games? Yeah. yeah. And I think he's on like a six-game point streak. Yeah. Something like that. I think it might be three. Maybe a little less than that. Three or four. You, you but either way, want to miss it, Minnesota. either way, either uh, way, he has, a, he has a point streak going on. And uh, he's looking really good. And, he played good recently. Yeah, so, so do you really – now do we have to give Bowden's credit here? Yes. We have to give him <laughs> We're talking. You have Dad, to give him some credit. But. Yeah, Dad's in the front sheet shaking his head. No, he's just like, no, that's not the case. I mean, you but, give him credit because he, he stopped doing Bones things, and he, he's leaving the first two lines alone, but, and Ottinger is forcing himself into the lineup, and, and, and Bones is letting it happen. So in that sense, he's doing his job, and he's letting the team play. He's not forcing his way in there and trying to change stuff. He called himself he, brainless. Yeah. <laughs> I guess in a way he did. Yeah, I still don't think he's great, but you got to give him credit 
for at least not hindering this team turning themselves around. Well, I'm yes, you're which you're Jason right Garrett about that. for the Cowboys would do. So <laughs> Jason Garrett got fired, by the way. For those of you that don't know, he's no longer the OC of uh, the Giants. But I'm specifically talking about Gary Onuf with healthy scratch. Was that the right thing to do? Because ever since oh no, that was terrible. Ever since he got healthy scratched, he's been better. So I feel I, I and this may be unpopular with some people, but I think that might have been the right thing now. Yeah, and because looking back on it, right, you have to say that 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 might have been the right decision because ever since he has he's been scratched, he's been on fire. Yeah, and it was instantly better as the game he came back, he scored in. Right. So I mean, I think it it worked. I think it's the it. Something had to be done. I don't think scratching him was the right move because I think he's he needs to be respected more as a player and not be scratched in that way. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't scratch uh, a third liner from Tampa Bay. I can't think of any of their names right now. Well, they're all gone now. Yeah, yeah the whole third line. Well, is but gone. you know what I Coleman, mean. Coleman, Gord. Yeah, you wouldn't Goodrow. you wouldn't scratch Coleman if he's having a, a rough start to the season. You would talk to him or something, or you would give him less ice time but you wouldn't just straight up scratch him from the next game. So I think that was the wrong way to do it, but the the message was sent and he got it and he's responded the correct way. And it's some it's something that Bonus has done to Gurry before and it worked last time he did it too. So Bonus just did what he knew might work and it worked. Well, I mean he and he's done that before with like uh Robe Hints. When Robe Hints before Robe Hints was Robe Hints and uh you know before Robe Hintz was Robe Hintz, they sent him down to the AHL because he did really well for a period of time, and then he just wasn't getting anything, and then they sent him no, down. No, I thought that was Guriano. Well, it was both of them. Oh, uh, both happened? Yeah, I, I think this was Robe Hintz's first first year before he became, you know, as offensively prominent as he has been this year. Huh. But, uh, but he got sent down, he came back, and he was excellent. So, honestly, I, I think he, I, I'm... Maybe I'm getting off the fire bones train a little bit. I'm still kind of on it a little bit just because of how they played uh, before Let's this. get off the fire bones train but... and get back on the don't re-sign bones train. Good <laughs> to close out the con- the contract train. That's, That's not a good really one. a good hashtag, though. You gotta We got to come up with something better than that. We should make it longer. That would make it a good hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Extra long hashtag, yeah. Okay. So, anyways, uh, speaking of this uh, goal, this Dennis Garyanov goal, Power play continues. What are we doing right in the power play? Uh, we scoring. have... We're scoring. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Analyze it a little bit more than that, guys. We have two great lines, and they can't keep their first penalty-killing unit against out against the us the entire time. And because of that, we're scoring. I still don't agree with the way that it's being set up. I don't like having Miro off the top. I think he sh- still should be on the top. But it's working. Yeah, Ryan Suter has done okay. He has, and I mean, he, he, he's he getting gets tons the, of assists. <laughs> he gets the, he's getting the assists on the power play, which is what he's he's uh, you know being asked to do. It's just not as fancy as when he's right. did it. That's true. <laughs> All right, and then um, for the rest of the second period, guys, I don't know how you guys felt about it, but I I thought that Colorado came out better in the second period, and they had moments when they were pushing, and then the stars were still able to. Uh, you know, to keep it going. Yeah, they were better, but it was a pretty low bar. I mean, <laughs> I still think the Stars had way more chances than them in the second period. I didn't see Owen's thing on Twitter. I don't remember. Yeah, I'll, but I'll, they, I'll they still had they still had way more scoring chances, I think, in the second period. We should have scored more goals, honestly. I mean, we shouldn't have just scored the one power play goal. And uh, 
we didn't mention uh, Ottinger did go out after he got hit. That was and my next Holt, thing. And then Holtby went into the game. Uh, he only had to make five or less. Four saves is what James just told me. So, oh, I thought it was five. Yeah, I thought Whatever. it was five. But what, James is the stats guy, not me. Uh, but he did fine. Uh, Otter came back afterwards in the third, and I'm sure we'll talk about what a great third period he had in the, in a second here. So, uh, looking at the quality scoring chances, uh, according to Owen Newkirk, and of course, of course he's not like the official stats guy, but he does a pretty good job in, in keeping track of this. Um, the Stars had 22 quality scoring chances, and the Avs had 19. What so, about in the second period? In the second period specifically, I don't Scroll know. If he, I don't know if he says that. Scroll um, down again. Keep going. All right, whatever. I get yeah, it. we'll we'll find it here in a little it bit. It felt like we had more. Take so, my word for it. I'm sorry. Well, so you know, maybe so if it was more even than we thought, maybe that just shows how good Ottinger really was tonight. No, it was the third period that that because we were outshot twenty to one in the third period. And if Ryan won't get into it, we'll just go ahead and get into it because the Stars played terribly in the third period. It was turtle mode from the first puck drop, and it was not good. And it was very different from the third period against uh, Edmonton. Exactly. Yeah. Edmonton, the first ten, even fifteen minutes, we kept the pressure on the offensive zone and still had a good cycle game going in the offensive zone. Kept pressure on there and kept pressure off of our goaltender. And this game, we did not. We put all the pressure that was possible onto Ottinger, but he stood up to the test. Crazy good period from him, especially after coming back from being in concussion protocol, and he makes 19 stops on 20 shots. The NHL season is underway, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL team and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-time clapper or a deft deflection. However they light the lamp, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cast prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And, you know, uh, I think we all breathed a sigh of relief when we saw uh, Jay Gottinger come back out for the third period. And no, we didn't. We we screamed and yelled and cheered for him. I, I took a <laughs> took a sigh of relief, cause uh, I was uh, I was very worried about that, cause you know just the fact that he's been hot and everything. So I I, I really thought that if he was yeah, he's pretty if, hot. If <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing this? You're making me lose my tra- it's train. It's just of thought. too easy oh when we're gosh. right next to each other. This no. is normally hard when we're. I know, online. I know. It's so much harder. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, uh, but uh, let's go ahead and get into Jay Gondinger. Jay Gondinger in the third period was absolute dynamite. Yeah. Absolutely I mean, fantastic. It, for, first of all, the number one thing, they were peppering him, so they were shooting from everywhere. And the thing I've been talking about all season, big goalie equals less fluky goals going in. So there's tons of shots from the point. 
and Ottinger just with his good positioning and his ginormous pads, he just stops all of them. The only the only one that goes through is one that's a seeing eye shot from a car from the point after he's totally screened and can't do anything. But even with that, he didn't just he wasn't just a big body. He made some big sprawling saves today too, like cross crease all the way. I don't know who was it on Kadri that he stopped that one timer all the way across the crease. I don't know. I think it was Kadri, but it was a great save. So he he's spectacular in his position right now and his uh, I'm gonna call it scramble game for all the disc golfers out there. He was great. Um, and, you know, I also want to point this out, too, because, and, and I don't know what it is about it, but I keep saying it, and I mentioned this in uh, the Blackout article, Dallas, uh, Blackout Dallas article that I did a week ago. They just, the stars seem to play better in front of bonus than they do, oh my goodness, I cannot talk words, today. Ryan, words, Words. They, they play better in front of Ottinger. Ottinger than any goaltender. I need to, I need to get my head out of the gutter. Um. Anyways, uh, but so did, so did, is it really that Ottinger is just, you know, that good of a goaltender, which he is, yes. I think it, but it, I think the other half of it is that the Stars are just playing generally better defense in front of him, too. Well, I mean, the timing for Ottinger coming in was good for him, too. I mean, they just had the the players meeting or whatever, and they getting their butts kicked, and they were really upset about that, and then he comes in. He plays great for them, first of all, and then they start playing better, and they start getting the pucks going in the net. So it's kind of a perfect storm for him, and hopefully it means that he's a starter and he doesn't go back to the AHL. That would be great. Um, I really don't see it, uh, how, that, how that could even happen at this point, Chris. Well, I, I didn't think there was any way he was going to the AHL after last year, and it still happened. So, Yeah, and, and you know, I also thought it wasn't going to happen, um, and they were going to keep him as a backup, but then the Stars went out and got Holtby. You know, to to in the off season, I was like, "What on earth are they doing?" Yeah, and but, that's gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and let, jump let's, into let's it. Let's go. That was. Let me let me go ahead and set you up then, real quick, because. All right, so so for this game, obviously we know this, but Jay Gottinger's the starter. Holtby comes in as the backup, and then uh, and then Anton Hudobin is a healthy scratch, uh, for tonight's game. Um, they don't have to do anything right now because they're still under the cap and everything like that, but. If they're wanting to do other moves or something, you know, at the trade deadline or whatever, um, it, something that has to be done with Anton. Uh, th- I mean, does he just stay a healthy scratch and we just, you know, kind of, if we need him, he's there? Do we put him down to the AHL? Do we waive him? What, what, what do we do? Well, the problem is with the modern NHL, somebody's going to get hurt and you're going to need that healthy scratch spot. Or someone's going to not be playing well and you're going to need that healthy scratch spot. So I don't think... I think it's a, I think it's a stupid idea to have three goalies on your NHL roster at all times. Um, so I think either he needs to be waived and hopefully someone picks him up, or we trade him for some really low pick. Because right now his stats are not good at all. His his uh put it back up, James. His save percentage eight seventy three. That's and I think his I, goals against average that's pretty bad three seventy three. And he's still and three wins. Three and he and he has three wins, three losses. To Brandon and, Holtby, who has a losing record at two eight and one, with a two five four goals against average. Two four and one. Yeah, yeah. Two four one. Two four and one, with a nine eighteen save percentage. A nine eighteen save percentage when his team is playing bad. Yeah, and a losing record. Yeah. So his yeah. save percentage, honestly, is gonna go up if his team plays better in front of him. So, I think without a doubt, it's Udobin. 
I loved I love Hudobin. His personality is great. I think the th- the stuff he did in the playoffs I'm never gonna forget. But it's it's time for Otter to be the starter, and it's time for us to move past the Bishop Hudobin era and ring in the rookie. His it's time to bring cake him. His interview in. was good too. Yeah, he had a, he had a good cake interview. That was great. <laughs> That was Dad's favorite part of the game. Yeah, it was apparently <laughs> National Cake Day, according to the Dallas Star. I don't even know how, where they get all these things. It's Congress. This. Congress. That's what they're doing. <laughs> Instead of the stuff they're supposed yeah. to be doing. <laughs> We're not worrying about oh, taxes. Goodness. We need to worry about National Cake National Day. National Cake Day. Talk like a Pirate Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pittsburgh Pirate Day. Pittsburgh Pirate Day. Okay, guys. Um. So. Arg. <laughs> Okay, so let's uh, let's still throw some stats out there for you guys. Um, and, and let me just throw some ice times out here because I thought this was very interesting. Um, you know, comparing the Stars' ice time to some of the uh, Avalanche's ice time. Um, obviously, Kale McCarr, uh, I, I kind of skipped over his goal in the third period. He scored a goal in the third Who period. Cares? Who cares? We won McCarr the game. McCarr sucks. Um, oh, he, 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 he doesn't. But <laughs> no defense. Uh, he plays almost 28 minutes tonight, Kale McCarr does. That's a lot of minutes. And compared to the Stars, um, their highest uh, minute person tonight was actually Essa Lindell, which is a little bit of a surprise. But um, I'm not surprised because the third period, we're playing straight turtle mode. Yeah, we don't, yeah, we're not doing so. any Never offense. Mind. Like, mind. There goes Essa. I, I'd love to see the breakdown between the periods for, for all these players to see how it would go. But Anyways, um, our top four, he, here's the, the time on ice for them. 26.03 for Lindell, 21.22 for Suter, 22.20 for Haskinen, 22.55 for Klingberg. And then um, Hockepaw plays 15 minutes. He was solid tonight. He had one of his best games. That was what uh, Owen and Bruce were talking about on the uh, postgame show. Uh, I honestly thought he played better on Tuesday, but, you know, he's played very well the past two games in the role he's been asked to play. And then Hanley came in for Sekera tonight as well. That's Didn't kind of like a, it. <laughs> kind of a minor deal, but uh, he only plays nine minutes and two seconds tonight. And then I, I think back that's Sekera. Yeah, that was mostly because of the of Sekera's yeah. play in the really good game we had, and he just didn't yeah. play well. well Sekera just so. didn't look very good against Edmonton, especially with the eye test. He he was turning it over a bunch, and I think that's why he was probably scratched. He'll probably be in the lineup tomorrow. Oh, yeah. oh I mean, surely Hanley back was not to back good either. So back to back, surely. Um, but the, the other thing I wanted to point out is uh, the forwards' time on ice. And it was – so the they had four players, the Colorado Avalanche did, that had 10 minutes or less. So, obviously, if you have four players that have 10 minutes or less, someone's got to fill those minutes, right? That well, does make logical sense. Rantanen, Landis God, Kadri, all with 20-plus, which is very, That's very high for, uh, for forwards. And then, in comparison for the stars, the only per- the only player that only forward that had less than ten minutes was Kiwi. He had seven eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsor. <laughs> Sponsor. <laughs> no pun intended. And then the only person that was uh, that almost eclipsed 20, 20 minutes was Joe Pavelski. And I think a lot of that was probably because I wonder why <laughs> the last five minutes, you know, probably okay. trying to get him that hat trick. He, he double shifted a couple times when the net was empty. Dude, why didn't he? Uh, I, there was the one sh- backhand shot that he had that kind of went wide, but there was one sh- chance he had that he just kind of put it up down the boards, and I was like, dude, you, you don't get 400 goals by flinging him at the net. <laughs> Guess not. That's kind of what you do to score is you fling him at the net. No, you shoot him. Fling him, shoot him, same thing, same difference. 
Okay. Um, but uh, anyways, guys, what do y'all think about that? The, the time on ice there was is that interesting is that not interesting yeah well the stars definitely we have to do that first of all because we're old all of our people are old they break <laughs> second oldest team in we the don't league. want that to happen uh we also do that because we have better depth than everybody else and even our fourth line has a role and it's a checking line and they do their job very well um and, and that's what i think is really good about the lines that bones has found i mean we have the first line they're high flying High shooting, high scoring, highfalutin. I mean, that's great. And then we've got the second line, and they're the power forward line. And they do their job well. They throw the body around. They put pressure on the goaltender. They try and get tips in front. We've got Sagan. Yeah, Sagan. And then we've got the fourth line. <laughs> and they play defense, and they do a pretty good job at that as well. Well, so let's go ahead and pull this comment up because this is from Ardell. It was more towards the beginning, but it, I think it has a lot of relevance for what we're talking about now. Um, so, uh, continuity in the lines during this five out of six game win streak. Bonus is blending the youth with age and experience instead of forcing Ben, Sagan, and Rads. And I'm assuming that line together is what I'm assuming. So, yeah. uh, very good point by Ardell. Um, and, you know, this is something else that Bruce and Owen were talking about in the, their post game show was the fact that this is what Bonus wanted. This is the kind of the lineup that Bonus wanted to have. At the beginning of the season, well, it didn't but, seem like it seemed like he was forcing Ben Sagan all the time. They well, would have but, no goals but, and force the line in again. What really hurt it was Robertson being out. And even though we really haven't talked about Robertson a lot this season and how good he is, him coming into the lineup, I really think has completely changed the lineup and how the Stars have been playing. That I think is one catalyst for for why the the lines have been so good for the Stars, but also the fact that they put been back at center. Yeah. And I think one that's been good for the Stars, two that's been really good for Jamie Benn. I think it's been okay for the Stars. The one thing it does is it moves Sagan down to that weird line, which I don't love. It hurts Sagan. Uh, it, I mean his it's shown in his point production. Yeah. Points haven't been as high as they need to be. Um but it's definitely good for Jamie Benn. And if Jamie Benn is doing good, the Stars are doing good, and I think that's more important than uh making sure Sagan is playing with the right people, especially since he's not starting off super hot this year um but yeah uh james what are you showing me yeah jason robertson robertson has been having a great year he's tied for second on the team with points Mm -hmm. uh he has four goals and seven assists it's a four-way tie for second second. no wait he should have 11 now not 10 i think he's got a solo second they just haven't updated yeah he's solo second place on points no he's tied with rope he's tied with rope well, and it, that's also in less games than everybody else, too, because yeah, yeah. he was out for the first six games out. of the season. Yeah. So, so He's been playing great. So Robo has continued his uh, consistency. No sophomore slumps. And you know who he kind of reminds me of a little bit in, is uh, is Mark Shifley up in Winnipeg. And, and the fact that Mark Shifley is very consistent in how many point, points he gets per season. like He's almost a point of a game per player every single year. And I'm hoping that's what uh, Jason Robertson turns into um, as well. I'll buy so. that. You buy uh, that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways. Uh, face-offs. Face-offs, yep. We uh, were up like 75 to 25 going into the third period on face-offs. Well, we were almost 2-1 to one in face-offs in the second period. I and noticed. then I jinxed it and said, man, we're doing good on face-offs. And then we end the night 58-42. Avalanche with a lot of face-offs. And Avalanche were doing a lot of good stuff in the third period. And the only other good thing that we were doing was we had a goaltender named Otter. So, it's a good thing we got one of those. Yeah. We should keep... Anything else? 
Um, really, the only other thing we and we kind of already talked about it was the uh, was the power play and the penalty kill. Oh Pen- no, penalty. we didn't talk about the refs. The oh. refs were terrible. Oh, oh my gosh, that last hint. The penalty, last hint penalty was insanity. He 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 hit the guy. He put his shoulder on the other guy's shoulder. He knocked him down. You know, like good hits do. And he called it tripping. And then it was tripping. For the rest of the so night. apparently you can trip somebody by touching their so- their shoulder. So the next time you want to prank somebody, just while they're walking, just grab their shoulder. They'll fall right down. <laughs> I guess that's how that works nowadays. But it, it, it literally, the some of the play calling, or the play calling, the, the penalty calls in today's game were just gosh awful. It, it was it was terrible, yeah, absolutely terrible. And the seems thing, to be a theme for the weekend. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Hashtag Dallas Cowboys. Um, but any, anyways, but I, I mean, and it goes both ways, honestly. From from what I saw, there were some egregious penalties that we had that I thought were going to be called, and then there were several that, yeah, you know, there was at least two where we jumped out of our seats and we were like, "What the heck, man!" Yeah. And they didn't, and they weren't calling the penalties there. So. I don't know. Maybe this is it was retribution yeah. for all the pen, all the power plays we got and against uh, Edmonton, but whatever. Yeah, I get. It. And it wasn't just because like we weren't getting more power plays. It was just it was inconsistent. Like they were calling us on stupid stuff and then not calling us on actual penalties, and it was it was weird. I didn't like it. It was icky. All right, I think. And we're... then, well, you were gonna talk about special teams. Our yeah. power play is still great. Our power play is so good. It needs to keep being good. That's how you win regular season games. Is you win goaltending and you win special teams. That's what Razor always talks about. And these past five games, other than Minnesota, we've been doing that really well. So let's keep doing that, and we're going to be great. And, we, we, and we're starting to figure out the penalty kill, too. That's a, something that we haven't really talked about, is that as of recently, we've played some great power plays, and our penalty kill has shut them down. So that has been whatever we were done. I think they talked about being more aggressive on the penalty kill is what I heard, but it's been going really well. We're, getting, we're stopping them on the blue line a lot. And they're not getting their cycle game going as well, so really good special teams both ends of the ice recently. I did. I, I sorry. I remember one thing I did want to talk about, um, and it, and it goes back to the line shuffling thing. But you know, even though that Sagan is not getting the kind of you know offense that we were hoping we would get from him, I really didn't think that line looked bad today. That line of him, Glenn Denning, and Kiviranta. I thought they were they were they had some very solid shifts where they had some scoring chances that I thought they were they could have scored on. I didn't like. You didn't like it? No. Well, it, my my only thing is is that who are you going to tear apart? That that's the problem. That, that's the problem that's with the Jamie Bennett problem. Center, and that's why Bones didn't want to do it. But I mean, I'd rather have Ben playing well and Sagan playing meh. So. So so then would you would you take those bottom two lines which I guess Sagan's on the fourth line right now technically speaking but uh, would you take those those two lines and maybe change things up or or just leave them the same yeah, because he it's has the been, same he has been scrambling the bottom two lines and I'm very happy and I want him to do that because I want I want somebody to step up in the bottom six and start playing well because you got the chance for playing with Tyler Sagan it's a great opportunity take it and. I think that's what we're trying to do with Peterson, seeing if he'll take it. He hasn't really. He's had a couple goals, but hasn't really taken full advantage. I thought that's what we were going to try and do with Tufty, but apparently he doesn't get a chance. But I'd like to see Kibi Ronta step up. I mean, he, he he's playing scrappy, which I like. He's throwing the body around a little bit. He's fighting on the boards. But I, I want him to see I want to see him skate with the puck because he hasn't really been doing that. 
<laughs> I'm trying to be serious over here, James, and act like I'm paying attention. Oh and you're sitting here. All right. All right, whatever. Close, closing. <laughs> closing thoughts. The stars are playing great right now, and we need to keep playing great. If we... Well, first of all, we're going into Arizona tomorrow. They're a terrible team. We're on a back-to-back. This is the game we're going to lose to Arizona if we lose one. We don't need to lose. Please, no. We have to win this Please, game. Please, no. So uh, we need to find a way we, to psych ourselves up for this Coyotes game and on. get out of there with two points. We can go to overtime if we need to, but we need two points. So, uh, so the, the other thing is we're playing well, and if we start not playing well, hopefully Bones doesn't decide this is his magic time to wave his magic wand. No. Just keep it's it the time, same. Keep it the same. Let the players figure it out. Don't send Ottinger to the AHL if he loses two games in a row. It might happen. It's crazy, but sometimes people don't play great. Leave stuff alone. It's working. If it stops working, it'll start working again. Just leave it alone. Game is tomorrow at 7 o'clock Central Time, and uh, that is against the Coyotes in Arizona. And, uh, well, again, this is an Arizona team that is rebuilding. They're not playing great right now, and that's by design. Be yeah. ready for a packed arena. Those Coyote fans are ruckus. Especially on a sun on a Sunday night. Yeah. It's a Sa- oh, it's Friday. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Extra weekend. All right. Um. Uh, okay. Last question. Who do we see tomorrow? Ottinger or Holtby? I hope it's Ottinger. It's he, Holtby. It's gonna be Holtby. <laughs> It'll be Holtby. It'll be Holtby. <laughs> but I hope it's Ottinger. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in to AJ AJR AGR. Mick Carcast style. Mick Carcast. Along with Chris. Hashtag Mick Carcast. Along with James. I am Ryan. And uh, we will catch you guys on the flip side. We hope you guys have a fantastic and wonderful evening or morning or whenever you're listening to this. Bye.